Hello, everyone, and welcome to another installment of Podcast 360, your go-to resource for medical news and clinical updates. I'm your moderator, Jessica Bard, with Consultant 360, a multidisciplinary medical information network. Dr. Daniel Kuritskis is here to speak with us today about a symposium in which he participated at ID Week 2022 titled Managing HIV Patients with Limited Treatment Options. Dr. Kuritskis is the Chief of the Division of Infectious Diseases at Brigham and Women's Hospital and Harriet Ryan Albee Professor of Medicine at Harvard Medical School in Boston, Massachusetts. Thank you for joining us today, Dr. Kuritskis. Could you please provide us with an overview of this symposium? Yeah, the session is going to talk about, first of all, how do we define people who have limited treatment options? What are the new drugs available to help treat these individuals? Uh, what are some of the principles involved in putting together uh, regimens for people, especially if they have multi-drug resistance? And then also to talk about some specific cases and do some sort of case-based discussion around this challenge. So to get into a little bit more, how does one define a patient with limited treatment options? I think there are really two ways that we think about such people. One is most obvious, that is people who have been on many different regimens over time. Typically people who started antiretroviral therapy in the 1990s and as a consequence have developed drug resistance and, and may have resistance to many, if not all the available agents and, and then trying to look for newer drugs and uh, new ways of combining existing drugs to create a fully suppressive regimen in order to be able to preserve the immune uh, function and, and keep uh, people healthy. But the other sometimes less obvious uh, group of people that we consider to have limited treatment options are, are people who have difficulty either tolerating or uh, sticking with regimens that you know are, are more commonly used. This may be because people have specific toxicities from certain drugs or because they have intolerance of, of certain drugs due to symptoms that may emerge uh, whose options may be limited, not because of uh, viral resistance to the drugs, but because of more, more challenging factors like a drug intolerance. What should a clinician's approach be to managing a patient with HIV with limited treatment options? And how does one go about choosing a new regimen? Well, I think the first approach, of course, is to understand why does this individual have limited options? And if in the case of somebody with treatment failure to, first of all, get as detailed as possible a history of prior drugs that have been used and then to get to resistance testing and to make sure to obtain all previous resistance tests that might have been performed in order to have a cumulative sense of what all of the existing resistance might be because resistance mutations may not be apparent in the current test, but may be archived in the latent virus from prior exposure to older drugs. And, and, and those resistance mutations may not be evident in the current test. Uh, and then uh, to get a, a sense of what drugs is the patient able to tolerate, what are the factors that make it difficult or easier to uh, take certain drugs, so what what are the patient's most important priorities in putting together a regimen in order to have a better sense of what's the range of options for that patient. What do you believe providers must be aware of when understanding the underlying processes that cause previous treatment failures? So 
Treatment failure is typically driven by two factors, either inadequate potency of a treatment regimen. Fortunately, that is rarely the case nowadays that we have such good regimens, but it certainly contributed in a major way to treatment failure in the past. And, and second, challenges with adherence. And ad adherence may be suboptimal for a variety of reasons. It, it may be that there are subtle side effects of drugs that are making patients less willing to take their medication regularly. There may be lifestyle or other factors that impinge on a patient's ability to take their medication, especially if they are, have chaotic lives due to often um, psychiatric illness or to substance use problems or just to problems with housing and, and the like. And, and so understanding how those challenges may affect the patient's ability to adhere to therapy are, are important and then helping to provide whatever social supports or other clinical support may be needed to address those problems in order to improve adherence future regimens. And then of course, although not very common potential issue uh, is to make sure that there aren't drug interactions that may be interfering with absorption or accelerating the elimination of antiretroviral drugs, which could lead to suboptimal exposure to the drugs, uh, which would then allow uh, ongoing virus replication and selection of drug resistance. So those are the factors that people should really be aware of. What would you say is next for research and the management of HIV patients with limited treatment options? Well, I think beyond the discovery and uh, demonstration of the efficacy of novel agents, especially drugs with targeting uh, novel parts of the viral life cycle, long-acting therapies are really the current big new horizon in improving treatment for all people with, with HIV, but particularly for those with limited monthly or, or every other month injectable therapy for people who don't have drug resistance. People who have highly resistant uh, viruses are often require very complicated regimens with multiple drugs taken uh, several times a day. And so uh, to the extent that some of those the people have drug resistance because of adherence challenges, confronting them with a very complex regimen is the exact opposite of what we would like to do. So being able to have simpler, longer acting regimens that deal with highly drug resistant virus is really what's most needed now. What would you say are the overall take home messages from our conversation today and from your presentation at ID Week? First of all, that we do have new drugs that are, are available and uh, some of which are longer acting and can be used to help treat people with limited treatment options, that these drugs can be used with high degree of success, especially when combined with other active agents, and that we need to continue working to optimize therapy for our, our patients and continuing to search for better treatment for all patients, including those who are the most challenging to, to treat. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. We really appreciate your time. You're very welcome.